paid. And that is found in Christ the Lord. Now we need to understand in all of this the devil's lust for people to worship him. He's got this lust. The second temptation was the temptation to be presumptuous. Jesus had just thwarted the devil's appeal to the desires of the flesh, cast stone into bread, by using the word of God to emphasize that life consists of more than bread. So now, so now, the devil creatively adapts. He's good at adapting. And the adaptation was this. Hmm. Since Jesus wants to quote scripture to me, I will quote scripture to him. Ooh. Jesus is ported to the highest spire of the temple from whom Satan tells him, Since you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here's scripture. I'll give it to you. Psalm 91, Deuteronomy 6. Since you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, God will command His angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And by the way, these words are, in fact, found in the scriptures the devil quotes. No misquoting of the scripture here. But here's the spin. The devil was advocating that Jesus create an incident requiring God to intervene, assuming wrongly that God is obligated to intervene in such cases. You mean I can't create a problem by my own sinful propensities and then ask God to rescue me? No, you can't do that. So here is Jesus' correction. Verse 7. It is also written, Jesus says to Satan, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. What's he saying? Well, he's saying this. It's one thing to be walking along the high terraces of the temple, stumble, begin to fall to the rocks below. That's one thing. But it's quite another thing to deliberately throw yourself off the terrace and then claim God's promise to rescue you. The first incident, slipping, falling, relies on faith in God's promises. You didn't plan that, and it was an accident. The second scenario, deliberately jumping off the temple heights and thinking, oh well, God will rescue me. That's presumption. That's not faith. So where are we in terms of some of the things? Are we testing the mercy of God unnecessarily? by foolishness 
Do we deliberately sin thinking, oh, well, God's promised to forgive all my transgressions. Yippee-doo. That's equally presumptuous and equally dangerous. It's a heart issue. If I love God, am I going to deliberately do something knowingly to see what God will do? There are people like this, by the way, and they profess to be Christians. They're always testing God, trying Him. Maybe He'll intervene if I do this. Shall I sin that grace may abound? Paul writes about that in the New Testament. Well, the more you sin, the more grace. Hmm. Maybe if I sin some more, I'll get some more grace. What a warped way of thinking that is. But there are people that do that. The third and final temptation experienced by Jesus reveals Satan's hidden intent. Verse 8. Jesus is transported to a very high mountain where Satan shows him, the scripture says, all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. With this proposal, verse 9, says Satan, All this I will give you if you bow down and worship, if you will bow down, that's what the word worship means, to me. If you will bow down and bow down to me. Satan has been on an eagle trip ever since before he was expelled from heaven. His boast is recorded in Isaiah. He said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned in the mount of the assembly on the utmost heights of the sacred men, a mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Isaiah 14, verse 13 and 14. That's always been Satan's goal. More than any other thing, the devil desires to replace God with himself. He craves worship. Oh, and by the way, he does have his worshipers. We read early on in today's study that Israel, upon rejecting God, what do we read? Sacrifice to demons. Hmm which are not of God. To gods they had not known, gods that had recently appeared, gods your fathers did not fear. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. Psalmist reveals the fuller history 